The songs sung by the girl groups need no introduction. Watch a movie, walk into a supermarket, or turn on the radio, and you'll encounter one of their records. Maybe your heart leaps, maybe you crack a smile, and for three minutes, you recall the more tender parts of life. But what's the group's name? Who sings this song? The girl group sound is a genre of rock and roll that got its start in the mid-50s and carried on until the mid-60s. This oral history presents an account of the people who sang, wrote, created, and popularized this generation-defining genre. Just as now, when you hear Chapel of Love, He's a Rebel, or Will You Love Me Tomorrow, and the groups are nameless, so too, in their heyday, were they treated as interchangeable and faceless, beautiful girls to be switched around and replaced at the whims of managers, record producers, and songwriters. The singers who voiced this music were just girls, some as young as 12, and they had no expectation that their first forays into the music industry would propel them into the rest of their lives. The very youthfulness and innocence essential to the girl group sound also left these young women particularly vulnerable to be used, as women often are, to serve the purposes of the powerful. When people discuss the song, Will You Love Me Tomorrow?, from which we derived the title of this book. The women who sang it, Shirley Alston Reeves and her group, The Shirelles, are rarely spoken of. Instead, we applaud the songwriters, such as Carol King and Jerry Goffin, and the producers, such as Luther Dixon. Granted, King and Goffin and Dixon are significant talents, but Shirley's performance, marked by its deftly applied vocal wavering, echoed the openness and rawness of the subject. The Shirelles voiced a song that became an anthem for a generation and for a nation coming into its own adulthood. And yet the Shirelles, and maybe even the girl group sound itself, are at risk of erasure from the canon of pop music history. Maybe if they had lived in another era, the women of the girl groups would have been valued differently. But many of the young girls who started these groups were considered fleeting investments by the music industry that gave them remarkably shortened careers and by a society that expected them to retire in order to have children and work closer to home. Even when remembered, the genre as a whole is often dismissed. Some think of the songs as silly, frivolous, the first genre of popular music made to appeal to teenage girls. Many of those who have seen success post-girl groups, have chosen to distance themselves from their early starts in this genre. When the music has been written about, the women appear in the shadows of producers like Phil Spector and Barry Gordy, who are frequent subjects of new books and documentaries. In many of those accounts, even the most famous women of the sound, such as Diana Ross or Ronnie Spector, are caricatures, vehicles used by men for their grander achievements. The women of the girl group sound don't often come up in conversations about feminism, but their influence in culture and music continues through to today. The women of the girl group should be celebrated, their contributions acknowledged. Hundreds of notable girl groups recorded during the girl group era, and we wish we could cover every one. If you are interested in an encyclopedia of the groups, please check out our friend John Clemente's project, Girl Group's Fabulous Females Who Rocked the World, an incredible and meticulous listing of groups of the era. A few things to keep in mind while listening to this book. 
This is an oral history based on over 100 interviews that we did between 2019 and 2022. Only in rare cases when someone was unavailable have we used interviews from other sources. The individuals in this book are recalling their own personal histories and people remember things differently. Each speaker represents only their own perspective. We are humbled by the stories entrusted to us and we have not included stories that were passed along in confidence or secondhand accounts of events that are not public knowledge.